Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Giants 31, Vikings 24. A result over the weekend that you can't say was 100% unexpected, but when you began the season, it certainly would have been unexpected. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We've spent a lot of time talking about the Giants and the impressive job that Brian Dable has done and how Daniel Jones has come around. But Canty, as far as Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings... They are who we thought they were. Yeah, they are. They are. They are not anywhere near the team that won 13 games this year. They won a lot of close games, but they had a negative point differential. And yesterday, I'm not going to blame it all on Kirk Cousins. Don't get me wrong. That was a bad defensive team that the Giants were facing yesterday. But when it comes to the future of that quarterback and it comes to the future of the Minnesota Vikings, boy, there is a lot of work to be done for a 13-win team. Yeah, Carlin, but I think the key is that you don't blame the Minnesota Vikings offense and Kirk Cousins. It's not their fault. And here's the other thing, Carlin. You can't put that last play on Kirk Cousins. That's on the head coach, Kevin O'Connell, and that's on the offensive line. Number one, the offensive line allowed huge pressure by Dexter Lawrence. I mean, matter of fact, the last four plays of that drive, they allowed a tremendous amount of pressure from that interior of the Giants' defensive front. And then TJ Hawkinson should not be running a route that's five yards short of the line of game. That just can't happen. I didn't see anything in yesterday's game that was egregious on Kirk Cousins' part where you say you wish he would have done that better. And, Carlin, to me, the deciding moment in that game was when the Vikings had fourth and one from inside their own 20-yard line and Christian Darasaw had a false start yeah. that forced Kevin O'Connell to settle for a field goal where clearly he wanted to get the touchdown to go up by four points against the Giants in that situation. I think it's a completely different ball game if the Vikings convert in that situation and score a touchdown because all of a sudden your defense has the ability to play more downhill against that Giants offense knowing that the Giants are relegated to being one-dimensional and throwing the ball because they're down. But that wasn't the case. They didn't execute in that moment. And I think that's the one thing that you can hang on the offense. But that wasn't Kirk Cousins' fault. It was much more so on the defensive side of the the ball and Ed Donatelle and that defense not being able to stop a nose. No, the defense was absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. And I, I think it deserves to be pointed out when we're talking about how good we saw Daniel Jones play because it's going to be the the exact opposite this coming week when they face the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, having said that, Kirk Cousins doesn't have to throw the ball to Hawkinson in that spot. I mean, Hawkinson's wrong for running that route. Kirk Cousins doesn't have to throw it there. He, can, he, ha- he does have to throw the ball, though, Carl. He does That's have to throw the ball, get... but he, he yeah. knows where it is, and he knows that it's on a third and eight or fourth and eight. You can't throw the ball four yards. You can't do it. And, Chris, just answer me this question. Kirk Cousins yesterday, 
off of what we saw yesterday, you're going into a playoff game this week. You're going into Philadelphia this week. You feeling better if you're the Giants with Kirk Cousins or Daniel Jones at quarterback? Thank I you. mean, if you're going into Philadelphia, you feel better with Daniel Jones as your quarterback. This is, this is my point. I, I, Kirk Cousins, and it's not just that, okay? Kirk Cousins does nothing to win you games. Kirk Cousins does nothing to win you games. Nuno, formerly of the Hashtag Crew, sent a text to us yesterday, and he put it brilliantly. Kirk Cousins is the Ponzi scheme of quarterbacks. That's what he is. They did not lose the game because of him, but you pour a ton of money into him, and then when it comes to get the return on it, you wonder where it is, and there's nothing there. That's a tough place to say. I mean, he does nothing to win you games, and his team won 13 games, and they had the best fourth quarter point I'm talking about when it matters the most, the NFL. Chris. I'm talking about when it well, matters I mean, the I, most. I get it, but you got to get to this point, though, Carlin. And Kirk Cousins was a big part of the Vikings getting here. So, I mean, you, you, you can talk about the moments the where you wish like you would come up bigger. What would you say? Do you think the Vikings feel like they've gotten their money's worth from Kirk Cousins over the last five years? No, they paid him $155 million, and he's got one playoff win. So, yeah. absolutely not. But at the same time, Carlin, if you don't have Kirk Cousins, where are you? If you don't have him, what kind of team are you? What's your alternative? Kirk Cousins is a top, I don't know, 12 quarterback Mm. Top 12, top 13, however you want to power rank him. He's a good quarterback. You can win with a guy like Kirk Cousins. You just need everything else around him to be good. And I think that's where your general manager and your head coach have to do a great job of picking other players that are on rookie contracts and being able to develop the talent that you have in the building. And you haven't been able to say that about the Minnesota Vikings organization for the better part of the last decade. Now, couldn't that improve with the new GM and the new head coach? Absolutely but they got some work to do. I'm not going to throw away Kirk Cousins because he's a solid NFL quarterback. He's an above-average starter. But I think you see in these moments that you need the talent level on both sides of the ball to be a lot better than what it is. But, Chris, I mean, they do have Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. And the Giants did a great job on Jefferson. They went out and got Hawkinson. And Hawkinson had a great game yesterday. But he didn't make enough plays when they needed him to make the plays. And, and granted, not the entire reason they lost, but certainly could have been a bigger reason that they won. Here he is after the game. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. Um, I'm probably missing one, but this is probably the toughest loss I've had in my career. So it hurts. Why is that? I mean, all the obvious reasons. All the obvious reasons. I, I can't get over the fact that he continues to come back, they continue to run it back with him, and they expect the results to be any different. That's where my biggest problem is with this. They, they can go out and win all the regular season games they want. That's not why he's there. That's not why they brought him there in the first place. And as it turns out, he has been, while his numbers look good from afar, when you look up close, it really is not somebody that you trust to really carry you in a in a situation where you need it. Yeah, but I mean, Carlin, I mean, how many quarterbacks are, are you going to assign that level of productivity to in that spot? Like guys that you trust to step up when your team needs it the most. Like, I mean, there, there, there's only a, you know, a half dozen or so quarterbacks that you feel that way about. So I'm not going to sit here and say that Kirk Cousins can't be a winning quarterback. It's just that you need everything around him to be plus. Uh, I mean, you need everything around him to be really, really good. 
And the so problem right is when you are <laughs> well, 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 here's the thing. When you are paying a quarterback that kind of money, it, it makes the margin for error that much smaller for your head coach and for your general manager. So if you want to criticize Kirk Cousins for doing that, be my guest. I'm not going to begrudge a guy for getting as much money as he possibly can. But I will say this. I think it's a little unfair for us to say that he's a terrible quarterback today when the guy led his team to 13 wins in a division title. Well, I'm not saying he's terrible. I'm saying he is nowhere near the guy that they pay for. That's what I would say. And so having said that, I'm curious as to how the coach describes exactly what happened at the end of the game. Here's Kevin O'Connell. Just trying to get some eligibles vertical and and uh, ball ended up you know going underneath and, and we didn't like we had done multiple times, TJ underneath the coverage for catch conversions, uh, they just were able to make a play. Uh, but the intent was to try to continue winning the football, having a chance to win the football game with pushing the ball downfield and just didn't open up for Kirk, and, and that's on me. So you blame O'Connell the most in this situation. You talked about the, the other guys up front, offensive line. Who are you blaming the most for what happened yesterday? I'm assuming it's the defense in total. Yeah, it has to be the defense. Yeah. I, I mean, they forced the Giants to punt, what, twice? Mm. They allowed the Giants to convert uh, uh, seven of 13 on third downs, and the Giants were three or four in the red zone. I mean, it's it's absolutely the defense. They've got to be better, and the defense has to understand you can't get a sack on a run play. Like I just, it, It's absolutely egregious. They had no answer for the quarterback run. Daniel Jones was surgical at being able to throw the ball on first down. Daniel Jones was 9 of 14 passing on first downs, Carlin, on first down. So think about that. If your quarterback is putting you ahead of the sticks on first downs that often, you're probably going to be in a good situation. They couldn't contain the quarterback run, Carlin, and they played overwhelmingly the majority of the coverages were zoned. They were in zone coverage. That means 11 sets of eyeballs looking at the quarterback, and they still couldn't stop the quarterback run game from scrambles or design runs. It's absolutely ridiculous. So to me, that's Ed Donatel, the defensive coordinator. He has to be better. That secondary needed to be better, especially when defending slot receivers and defending the running backs out of their backfield. They just weren't. So, yeah, I'm putting that on the defense more so than Kirk Cousins. And, Carlin, here's the thing. We criticize Kirk Cousins. We say he's got to be better in these moments because of the money that he's making. Show me the alternative to Kirk Cousins that makes you definitively better. What's the alternative that makes you a better team than Kirk Cousins? You still haven't answered that question for me. So if you don't have that answer, then why should the Minnesota Vikings consider moving off of Kirk Cousins? I think after the last couple of years, you should have started really looking at who can we draft, who can we develop, what can we do to move on from this. And I would say that the Vikings have been too comfortable in that, Chris. Like, I can't settle and overpay for mediocrity. And that's what they're doing. And my best excuse can't be, well, who else are you going to get? I need to go make that happen. You know, if I'm the Vikings, Chris, I'll give you a perfect example. If I'm the Vikings and I'm looking at what's going on in Baltimore, I'm doing everything I can to figure out what I can do to try to throw a bunch of picks and money at the Ravens for Lamar Jackson. If that's falling apart, they're not going to want him in the conference for sure. And I'm just throwing that out there. I don't think it's a good enough reason to say 
we don't have anything else. What's our best alternative? Well, they tried, Carlin. They drafted Kellen Mond out of Texas A&M in 2021 with yep. a third-round pick, and that and didn't got work rid of him out. He's a one bust. Year. He plays for Cleveland now. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, like, it's just, like, it's not like they didn't try to draft and develop quarterbacks. It's just that they haven't been able to do it, and Kirk Cousins puts them in a situation where they're consistently in the playoff picture. It can't like be. They, they have a chance to play in these games, and I think there's something to be said for a quarterback that gives you that opportunity. He's Chris, Chris Canty. I'm Chris Carlin. We're in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Up next, a temper tantrum of epic proportions that led to history over the weekend. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Dogs are an important part of our lives, and keeping them protected is a top priority, especially against nasty parasites. That's why you gotta check out NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantol chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection that kills fleas and ticks, prevents heartworm disease, plus it treats and controls roundworms and hookworms. That's a whole lot of protection packed into a delicious, beef-flavored, soft chew designed to make monthly dosing easy and enjoyable. So the next time you're at the vet, ask about NextGuard Plus chews. They're the one-and-done monthly parasite protection you want for your dog. Used with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders, dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. NextGuard is a registered trademark of Boehringer Ingelheim, Animal Health France, used under license. 2024 Boehringer Ingelheim Animal Health USA Incorporated, Duluth, Georgia, all rights reserved. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We always have that teams you don't want to face in the playoffs conversation. I would put the Jacks on that list. Fire through the right corner of the end zone, and that ball is caught for the touchdown! Christian Kirk! Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is good! 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 The Jaguars have won it! The Jaguars have won it! They have come back from 27 nothing. To win the game! You guys have been around our team. You know there's no quit in our guys. Absolutely incredible comeback by the Jaguars on Saturday night. It's Canty and Carlin in Fort Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We'll get to that in just a minute. 
But, Chris, we do have to acknowledge that, of course, it is MLK Day when we celebrate the life and the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King and his role in the advancement of our society today. Yeah, and I think it's a day where we have to focus on the message that he had in order for us to come together and live up to the highest ideals spelled out in our Constitution, the ideals in which this country was founded on. And, and Carlin, here's the thing. I know we live in a cynical world right now, and our country is more divided than seemingly we've ever been along uh, partisan lines. But this is a situation where we have to focus on the crux of Dr. King's message, which is living by faith, living in hope, and living to love. And the greatest of them, Carlin, is love. And I think the thing that we lose sight of sometimes in trying to best somebody that's on the other side of whatever we believe in is that we don't move ourselves forward. And so I think collectively, as a country, we have to think about Dr. King's message in terms of how we can create the future that we would want for ourselves and the future that we want for our generations. And and today is a day to do that. And, and And I'm so glad that everybody is leaning in to Martin Luther King Jr. Day. You're talking about the NBA. You look at what's going on around the country, the the statue that was unveiled in Boston, the embrace from when Dr. King was notified that he'd won the Nobel Peace Prize and him and his wife, Coretta Scott King, um, sharing that moment. I, I just think that it's important for us to focus on that because Dr. King represents the best of who we are as a country. And I think in his messaging, if we live in that, we're going to be a better country. And Chris, just to follow up on, on something you said in the middle there about building toward the future and making it better toward the future, I'll, I'll admit I was one of the people that did not realize that this is the only federal holiday that is designated as a national day of service. And it's one of, and as a result, it's, it's a day where we're all encouraged to get involved more to improve our communities and volunteer and get involved that way to build toward a better future as well. Well, yeah, Carlin, that's a key part of citizenship. You know, being being active in our democracy, Carlin, being active participants. We can't be bystanders in order and expect to create the kind of world that we want to live in. And that was a part of Dr. King's commission. So, you know, that's a charge that we all have to accept. We have to pick up that mantle and we have to move forward. But I think today is a great time to think about what that looks like in your own life and in your community. It's Kenty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. The Jaguars come back from 27 to nothing down against the Chargers on Saturday night. That is an absolutely brutal loss for L.A. and one of the worst losses in the history of the league. Uh, Probably, I think we could argue, the second worst playoff loss in the history of the league with 35-3, you know, Buffalo-Houston in 1992 mm-hmm. being the worst. But, Chris, this was one of those games where if the Chargers execute or don't make one mistake along the way, they win the game. And as much as I look at what Trevor Lawrence did as the best performance of the entire weekend when he comes off of throwing four interceptions in a first half and is able to put all of that behind him and lead his team the way he did in the second half, I have to point to Justin Herbert. 
I have to point to a lot of aspects of the Chargers. I certainly have to point to the head coach and say, if you make one thing happen, get a first down in the right spot, as little as that, they win this game, and they didn't do that. Well, Carly, you know me. I'm always going to blame the kicker. Can Cameron <laughs> Dicker make a 40-yard field goal? It's fair. How about that? He's been great all year long. Can you make a 40-yard field goal? It's On fair. the penultimate drive, 14 plays, 60 yards. They put you at point-blank range. The kick is from, what, the 22, 23-yard line? Mm-hmm. And, you, and you shank it? I mean, you missed it wide left? I mean, that's completely unacceptable. If you make that kick... The game is over, Carlin. That, yeah, so, that I mean, was where you, the you, snap was from, so it was from the 30. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. So yep. if you make that kick, the game is over. Yep. I mean, it was from – listen, it was fourth and three from the Jacksonville 22. So it's a 40-yard field goal, 17 yards. 40-yard field goal, a kicker can't make that? That's a problem. Yep. Also, Joey Boza, keep your composure. That well, can't happen in that situation. As much as I don't – Want to blame the defense because the defense did generate five takeaways. In that moment, you have to keep your composure because you set up a situation where the Jaguars could have the two-point try from the one-yard line and they have a 6-6 quarterback and Trevor Lawrence, all he does is extend the ball over the goal line to get the two points. And it was, now, I'll, it give was Doug Peterson, I'll give Doug Peterson the credit to go for the win in that situation because at that point when you convert for two – all you need is a field goal to win the game, and that's exactly what he did. So I'll give him credit for that. I'll also give Doug Peterson credit for being able to come up with the right fourth down call on that last drive, Carlin. Mm-hmm. You know, the fourth, the fourth down situation. The like that was, play. Yeah. That was an unbelievable play. All of those guys were stacked up inside. They decide to go for it on the outside, and it ends up being a touchdown. That was an incredible call by Doug Peterson. So credit where credit is due. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the most impressive part about that entire game was how the coach and the quarterback were able to find themselves on, uh, on the other side of the adversity that they faced early on. And so we, we knew coming into that game that the Jaguars had the coaching advantage over the Chargers. But you really saw it play out, Carlin, in the second half. Well, you got to listen to Joey Bosa speaking of keeping your composure because – he tried to do it after the game in these two different sound bikes, but it, it kind of got away from him. I need to be more accountable for my actions, obviously, but it's a heated game, and I'm hurting out there. I'm playing on half a leg. Um, I'm getting dragged to the ground, whatever. Could hurt me, along with screwing our team. And, yeah, um, maybe some of them weren't as blatant as I thought, but I don't know. He actually said toward the end of this clip, blank those guys in reference to the officials. Well, I can listen. He was frustrated. Jawan Taylor had a couple of, I don't know, questionable false starts that weren't called. And I think that was the source of Bosa's frustration. But, you know, the Chargers opened the door for the Jaguars to mount that comeback. Think about it, Carlin. Your team goes up 27 nothing. And your your offensive coordinator and your head coach, Joe Lombardi, the offensive coordinator, who deserves some criticism today as well, you decide to call 25 pass plays to eight run plays? Did you learn nothing from Super Bowl 51 where Kyle Shanahan blew a 28-3 lead because he refused to run the ball more in the second half? I like mean, Those are the things that, that are inexcusable. So I get the player frustration to be on the wrong side of that type of history. 
But in that moment, if you're Joey Bosa, you have to keep your composure because slamming your helmet does nothing to help your team. And in fact, you end up hurting your team, and that ends up being a consequential play. Austin Eckler is probably the most underrated player in the league, and he scored 38 touchdowns in two years, and you don't find a way to run the football more in the second half. It's it's inexplicable. It's Canty and Carlin for Grinny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Tune in to NBA action today as the Hawks host the Heat. Coverage begins 3 p.m. Eastern on select ESPN radio station. So, could tonight be the last game of Tom Brady's career. That is up next after this word from our friends at FanDuel. And yeah, the playoffs are heating up in a bit of an understatement to say the least. The easiest way to get in on all the action is with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers join today to get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props, so don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets Win or lose with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, and West Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming and Kansas, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know we're big fans of BetterHelp in all the ways it can help people with their mental health and this year has gone quickly and so i'd like you to think about something that you're proud of in 2024 so far think about what you would be proud of what's something you still want to accomplish this year and when life goes fast it's important to take a moment to celebrate those wins and therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months for the rest of the year so you can look back on the rest of the year the way that you have this past year to know that it went the way that you wanted. And therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I urge you, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So take a moment for you. Take a moment. Visit betterhelp.com slash greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash greeny. 
Shopping for Father's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Father's Day. Whether you're shopping for your brother's first Father's Day or your Renaissance man grandpa, whose interests are all over the map, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and over. You can also sort by category like cologne, watches, and more, or gift lists like items for the grill master or the golfer you can also get top tech from beats headphones to jbl portable speakers or if you're looking for top brands you'll find gifts from calvin klein polo ralph Lauren, and columbia so what are you waiting for father's day is june 16th and it'll be here before you know it macy's offers the ultimate gift guide to make selecting something special for dad incredibly easy this year head to macy's.com slash gift finder today that's macy's.com slash gift finder are you tired of uncomfortable, stuffy clothing when you're on the move? Task Performance is here to revolutionize your active lifestyle. Crafted with their innovative organic cotton and bamboo fabric blend, Task Performance's Carrollton Collection is Task's all-time most popular active wear. Task Carrollton Collection is breathable, moisture-wicking, and provides USPF 50-plus sun protection, keeping you fresh, cool, and comfortable all day long. Task has harnessed the natural performance qualities of bamboo to deliver amazingly soft and durable apparel produced in an ethical and sustainable manner. Whether you're hitting the gym or on the trail, the golf course, traveling, the office, or just around town, Task Carrollton Collection will help you feel better, move better, and live better. Available in dozens of colors. See what better looks like at taskperformance.com. Use code SPORTS to get 20% off. That's code SPORTS at TASCperformance.com. Task, creating the most comfortable performance apparel on the planet. Monday Night Football. Playoffs, Cowboys at Bucks. That was as uh, thorough a butt-kicking as we've had this year. We're going to find out if I get you ready or not. They're mad at me because they said they're soft. This whole team's soft, but they are. Dallas Cowboys don't put back-to-back stinkers together like this. you got to start with the most important thing, which is Dak Prescott's interceptions. That has to change if they want to make it far in the playoffs. The highest pressure cooker of any team in the entire league and try to beat the greatest of all time, that's a very tough sell for the Dallas Cowboys. Tonight at 8 p.m. on ESPN, Cowboys Buccaneers final game of Super Wild Card Weekend. Been a long week for Jerry Jones and company. We get to suck on that all week. Yeah, that was a rough mm. one off of last week. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. We've been talking a lot today about the job that Brian Dable has done, the job that Daniel Jones has done. 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776 Are you now convinced that Daniel Jones is the long-term answer for the New York Giants? Your company has goals this year. Find the right people to help you achieve them with ZipRecruiter, where four out of five employers get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Canty, this is tonight to me with the news that Ryan Jensen is going to be back for uh, the Buccaneers, or at least he has been activated, and we'll see if he'll be uh, off of IR. We'll see if he is uh, active for the game later on. Uh, I think this uh, it really helps change the dynamic more than anything because of something you talked about earlier, a comfort level for Tom Brady, but more importantly, maybe, maybe this gives him an opportunity to try to run the football against a Dallas team that could be susceptible in that area. 
Well, Carlin, at least the threat of being able to run the football because the Bucks are dead last in any kind of statistical metric you want to use when it comes to being able to run the ball. And that's not a good place to be because we recognize that this is not a team at the skill positions that has a lot of deep speed. So in order to generate those explosive plays in the passing game downfield, you're going to have to utilize play action to create those voids between the second and third level defenders for the Cowboys. So I think that's something that they have to focus on. Ryan Jensen brings that level of intensity, that level of nasty, that level of physicality. If he can be in the middle of that offensive line, I think he can help that run game, mix it up a little bit with that Cowboys defensive front. And that's a front, Carlin, that's shown itself to be susceptible to the run game. So I just think that this plays well for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in terms of what has to be their formula for success tonight. All right, a couple of things here. Number one, there, there, at least so far it hasn't happened where we have seen Brandon Staley get fired. Is Mike McCarthy, if the Cowboys lose tonight, out definitively? Yeah, he's done. I would think he's so, done. too. He's done. And I do wonder if that would allow Jerry to rethink the Sean Payton idea. And the reason I say that is because it's one less team that you are now competing with if the Broncos are the team that is trying to make it happen with Payton or with Jim Harbaugh in the biggest way. Now, you and I talked about this off the air last week, but you don't think that this would be the way that the Cowboys would go primarily because of Jerry, right? Yeah, I don't think they would go the route of Sean Payton, but uh, regardless of what they want to do on that front, if the Cowboys lose tonight, they need to fire Mike McCarthy. Think about it from this standpoint, Carlin. The New York football giants, in year one with their head coach, would have more playoff wins than Mike McCarthy over three seasons. That's a problem. Mm. That's a problem. When you put it in that kind of context, you have to acknowledge that you're not going in the right direction in terms of your team elevating to championship contention status. Well, Chris, we can make it even worse. I mean, if you're going to be honest about the Cowboys since their last Super Bowl, they have four playoff wins since their last Super Bowl, and that's in 1995-96. The New York Jets have seven, including two championship game appearances. The Cowboys have none. Yeah, and then we've seen the trend, Colin, since 2015 of head coaches within their first three years with the team being able to get to the Super Bowl, right? Gary Kubiak did it in 2015. Dan Quinn did it in 2016. 2017, it was Doug Peterson. 2018, Sean McVay. 2019, Kyle Shanahan. 2020, Bruce Arians. Last year, Zach Taylor. Like, it usually happens for those head coaches within their first three years of being able to get that team to a Super Bowl when you have that kind of talent. And the Cowboys do have that kind of talent, and it's clear that the GM believes they have that kind of talent because the GM is the owner in this instance with Jerry sure. Jones. So if you fall short Not his and, fault. You go, <laughs> and you go one and done for a second consecutive year after having back-to-back 12-win regular seasons, I, I, I don't see how the Cowboys – in that instance, triple down on Mike McCarthy being their head coach. Listen, to me, if it's McCarthy, if it's Dan Quinn, if it's Kellen Moore, everything remains the same. Nothing changes for the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And that's why the whole tenor of his situation has to change because he needs to decide it is more important to win than to win his way. And that, that may not be the case. It may not be the case, but... 
He let me ask you a question, Carla. Let me ask Carla, 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 let me ask you this question. Mm. Who is this game more important to as far as their legacy is concerned? Dak Prescott or Mike McCarthy? Yes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yes. I mean, because I, when I look at Prescott, coming off of last year especially, he's got to go find a way to win this game and to prove that he's not a guy that's going to choke it away when it matters the most, as he did at the end of last season or at the end of the game against the 49ers and not being able to get into place in time. Yeah, he's got to prove he's not the Kirk Cousins of the NFC. Exactly. He's got to prove that. <laughs> and if you're Mike McCarthy, you had a great defense and you had Aaron Rodgers. Are yeah. you a great head coach or are you a guy who was in the right place at the right time? It's a great question. I think it's a more than fair question as well. Canty, let's get some calls in, shall we? At 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Junior, California, up on ESPN Radio. Junior, what's up, buddy boy? Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you for taking my call. So excited to be on here. I listen to you guys every day. Love the show. Appreciate that. Biggest question I, have, I haven't heard an answer to, and maybe you guys can answer it for me. Not a big fan of Dak. Grown, love the Cowboys since I was a kid. But what will it need to take? How bad does Dak need to play for maybe putting in Cooper Rush, which is my boy. I love him. Yeah, not happening. Put him in. Not happening. They are going to sink or swim with Dak tonight. The only way Cooper Rush is in the game is if Dak gets hurt. Yeah, why would you want to put in Cooper Rush? Cooper Rush ain't the quarterback that Dak Prescott is. He's just not. You wouldn't. All right, Canty. It's not going to happen. We have to do our pick. We're going to get to more calls in a sec. But we had a great start to the weekend. Phenomenal. 2-0 on Saturday. Yes. Great. And then yesterday happened. The Viking or the 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 Vikings killed us. Uh, certainly the Bills, who you know wouldn't kill you to cover. I mean, it's thirteen and a half points. Skylar Thompson at home. I mean, honestly, can you help us out here a little bit and not look as tense as could be? And then last night we pushed, so we went oh two and one yesterday. So we're two two and one for the weekend. And Colin, what makes it crazy about those two games that we lost? I mean. Well, not the two games that we lost, but the Bengals and the Bills games mm. is that I would argue that the Dolphins and the Ravens lost those games more than the Bills or the Bengals won them. And it's kind of what we talk about. We say it all the time. I mean, before you can go out there and win the game, you have to keep from losing the game. Yeah. And so tonight for the Dallas Cowboys, that's going to be the biggest question. Do we trust the Cowboys not to lose the game before they go out and they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? <laughs> It's a fair question to ask. Oh, and that question's answer for me is no. (laughs) Wow. uh, Where are you on this right now? I'm with you, partner. I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady. I'll be the last one to that party. And and listen, do I think the Dallas Cowboys should win this game? I absolutely do. I think they should win this game. When I put out my playoff predictions over the weekend, Carlin, I said that the Dallas Cowboys would win this game. Oh, well, then you can't back off of it and go the other way. That would be don't. I don't trust the Dallas Cowboys. Carlin, you're saying I don't trust the Dallas. Listen, I don't trust the Dallas Cowboys, and my partner wants to go with the Tampa Bay Bucks. So I'm going with my partner. I'm back in your play. I'm going. We're going with the Bucks because I'm back in your play. You have conviction about it. I don't. And so we're going with the Bucks, and we're taking the two and a half points. Thank you very much. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. I, I would say this, though. 
uh, as we give you the greeny KOD, uh, that I, I did kind of want to pick the Giants yesterday, and we, we rode with you. We see how that worked out. That's all. Wow. Well, see, Carlin, here's the deal, though. Mm. The great part about it yesterday is if I picked the Vikings and the Vikings won, that I at least have the consolation being a Giants fan that my pick was correct. But if I pick the Vikings and the Giants end up winning, then I don't care about my pick being wrong because my damn team won. So that's, I mean, I couldn't lose in that situation. <laughs> so I think my strategy worked pretty well. <laughs> the can't he can't lose game. It is go. Chris up next on ESPN Radio. Chris, what's going on, bud? Hey, it's Chris from Alaska. Oh, how you doing? <laughs> Yeah, you guys are part of my uh, my morning routine with a cup of coffee. So, uh, Giants fan since '86. I'm uh, proud of the DJ and what the, the Giants have been able to do this season. I'm happy as hell for him. Um, I think with the supporting cast that uh, he's got, I think uh, DJ can be that uh, starter that the Giants have been needing for a long time, and uh, just got to keep growing. Listen, you come out of yesterday feeling much better about your long-term prognosis at the quarterback position. That, that's all there is to it. And more than anything, Daniel Jones comes out of yesterday feeling great about his long-term prognosis. I mean, legitimately, did he earn himself $50 million extra yesterday? He might have, can't he? He might have. Yeah, yeah, he might have earned himself $50 million extra in terms of the guarantees or the money over the life of the contract. Now, I'm not in the Mike Tannenbaum camp no. where he's going to make $50 no. million dollars a year. He no. ain't Aaron Rodgers. He ain't Lamar Jackson. He ain't those dudes. Um, but I'm curious as to how the contract negotiations play out now, though, Carla, because we both are in agreement that it's going to be a longer-term deal if the Giants and Daniel Jones are able to strike a deal this offseason. But now, because he's played so well, does that put Daniel Jones back into the franchise tag conversation? Because could the contract negotiations and the money get to a point where the Giants are uncomfortable going. Like you and I both agreed uh, in our pre-show meeting that Daniel Jones is going to make 40 plus million dollars a year. Yeah. I I think, you know, four years, 160 million, five years, 200 million, you know, with half of that being guaranteed is not outside of the realm of possibility. But is that someplace that Joe Shane wants to go? Has he seen enough to make that kind of decision? I I don't know. And And if he hasn't, then now you're talking about Daniel Jones being franchise tagged and having to deal with Saquon Barkley potentially being able to walk out of the door. The Giants are in a very dicey position. It's a good problem to have, Carlin, but nonetheless, it's still a problem. Well, they would much rather franchise Saquon Barkley, but if you would think that, listen, remember, they did have negotiations with Barkley during the season, and that didn't really go anywhere, so I would think it would be more likely that they would need to do it there, but... With Jones at this point, there is no doubt he has solidified himself as the Giants quarterback. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.